Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome into another episode of Enough About Me. This is Ben Kitchen, producer for Enough About Me. And I know what you're thinking. Ah, crap. Another episode without Kirk. Don't worry. Kirk is here. And he sits down with his friend, Gary Tangway. We've been trying to get Gary on the show for a long time. He finally agreed to do it through lying and manipulation on our part. But he is here, and he talks serious amounts of trash about other shows at this station, the shows at the other station. It is a must-listen-to episode. I'm going to stop wasting your time right now, and we'll get straight to the show with Kirk and Gary. All right, so I roped you in. I told you it was going to be the Breaking Balls podcast, but it's not. You're finally the guest on Enough About Me. The Kirk I'm not the doing podcast. it. Yes, you are. No, you, I'm not you, doing you, this. Why not? You're here. Because I can't. I can't. You're here. Sit down. No. Take a seat. No, you I'm are, not doing are, it. You are in. You are in. I'm not going to do it because why? the problem is, Gary, is talk, when I Gary, do. Gary, we talk every day on the air. We're on today. We're, right. we're taping this on the Wednesday. You'll be on tomorrow and on Friday. There's nothing we're going to talk about on the air. You can't talk about it here. Why? No, because when... I do the Kirk Menahan Enough About Me podcast. I wanted to be able to just speak freely. Well, you can be the first two-time guest on. You're on today. <clears throat> okay. How long is this going to be? Well, I got to I, I gotta get, I get the, the kids. What time? At like 11. You have plenty of, you have to pick them up at 11? Well, yeah. You got plenty of time. You okay. No, we don't. This, I'm going to be late because of, all, of you. it's a lie. Where do you have to pick them up at 11? I have to get them to a friend's house so we can go to a movie. <laughs> what? I think they're going to see Suicide Squad. Oh, that's good. Your your kids are going to see Suicide that's Squad. That's PG-13 or 11 or whatever. No, no, no. She said just your son? summer camp, my son. So just one kid? Yeah. Where's the baby? She's at, uh, she's at day camp. So you're fine then. She's at camp already? Yeah, How 8 o'clock in the morning. How old is she? She's five. Oh, five's the first age for kids. That's her first year at camp around. Yeah. So I can't believe I'm doing this. So I knew. I saw Ben was in here. What is your What is your, what is your apprehension? Because on this show, you want everybody to just speak freely and come clean. Right. You do that anyway, I thought. Yeah, but what I could... You, I you could not, well, let's lay down some parameters here. Well, before we... We'll, we'll run it again. We'll I don't even know if there are any parameters. What is, your, what is your concern? That I'm going to say something I regret. About what? I don't know. You're on the air every day. Aren't you concerned about that? No. Do you enjoy doing radio here more than at the Sports Hub or no? Oh, much so. This is, is the that? most fun I've ever had in radio. Why? Because of myself. <laughs> because of yourself? Because I'm myself. Because so I don't have why, to go on So when pre- you did the show with Zolak, why right. weren't you yourself? Because I was going a different route. I wanted to be a play-by-play guy, and what I wanted to do was um, make the owners happy. I wanted to make Jonathan Kraft happy. I wanted to make Robert Kraft happy. I wanted to make Wick Grousebeck happy. I had done some Celtic games on television for Mike. Uh, I had filled in a couple of games for Grandy on the radio. Uh, and I was hoping to get the Patriot play-by-play job, and in order to do that, you have to be a company guy, and you have to be pro-team. That came, that really bit me in the ass. Well, uh, I remember talking to you at Comcast for years, and you yes. told me how badly you wanted that job. I remember the first early edition show I was on with you, and right. you were all excited because you had Jonathan Kraft on. Oh, yeah. I remember thinking, you know, I like Jonathan, but I was like, who gives a shit? Why is that a big deal? Well, at the time, I was kissing his ass, right. and, and I do like Jonathan. I do. He doesn't like you anymore. Well, I, pro- I, don't, you know, I don't know if he does or he doesn't. I haven't talked right. to them. Um, and I respect what his family has accomplished, but okay. I, you know, I was kissing his ass. I mean, that's did what you, did you do. You, did you, were you a shitty talk show host at ninety eight five? Oh, it's terrible. The show was all like you were terrible. I was terrible because of that. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. Would you do things over there? I didn't listen a lot. I'll be honest. Did, would you talk about shit like you talk about with us? Oh now? God, no, never. no, no, never. As a matter of fact, the reason I got replaced, they told me the reason I got replaced is I wasn't controversial enough. They said that I was too much of a nice guy on the air. I so, sat down. This is how it went down. Go ahead. Uh, we were broadcasting at Foxwoods, and I was sick, and I was working at night, 3 to 11 at Comcast, and I was doing 10 to 2 at the sports Well, I'm not really working 3 to 11 Well, you know what I mean. I was right. doing a show. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't yes. working the four hours in between. Correct. And I said, can I have tomorrow off because I feel like crap? And I was told, no, it's the first day of the book, uh, so we need you in. So I went in, and I did really? the show, and then, at two, and then at 2 o'clock, they fired, you? they fired me. So they wanted you in to fire you. So I said, why don't you 
why don't you just call me and tell me not to come in? Were you crushed or no? Um, Did yeah. you like working with Zolak? I like Zolak. I like Zolak. I didn't like working with him. Why not? Because he has a hard time focusing. I can see how that might be an issue. He has a hard time focusing. He has a hard and, time focusing on, during a six-minute phone conversation. Yeah, he does. But I like him. He's funny. He's a, he's a very he nice seems guy. He's like a great guy. He's a great guy, but he's very hard to... And if you brought food in the studio, forget about it. You've lost him. Really? Yeah. You, I mean, he can't focus. He's like off eating, and you're doing the show by yourself. So you didn't like the sh- doing the show? Um, I didn't... I. I was doing the show because I thought it would get me somewhere as opposed to doing this show, which I really like doing. You know, for example, when you and I do a show together. Like today, we're taping this on Wednesday. We did, I, we did the sales guy who never, salespeople never talk to you. Never talk Somebody to me. Somebody pulled you aside in the, in the hallway and said they got a bunch of texts from just yes. random people saying it was a good show. It was a good show. You know when you do a good show, today was a good show. Today was a good show. Very good show. It was yeah. a good show. And uh, it flies. You and I both look at the clock. It's 930. You told me it was 830. I was surprised. Right. And I don't need a lot of coffee. If it's a bad show, when I've worked with people in the past, it's slow. It just drags. You're just waiting to get to the end of the show. A lot of the times when I did 10 to 2 at 1 o'clock, I'd be like done. And I don't feel that way now. I really I think, don't. I don't think Zolak. I think Zolak doesn't think you did a great job either, though. Yeah, he probably doesn't. That's fine. Have you ever talked to him about it? Not really. No? No, I mean, he just said, you know, when I got whacked, he was actually in shock. A lot of people were in shock. But he was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Did the you ratings know? suck? I don't, even, I don't know. I yeah, mean, what happened was it wasn't so much the ratings. They wait, said so it was... We, sorry, but let me just let me just check because we got an hour and a half here. So when the, <laughs> Great. So when the... You were part of the original lineup, right? Yeah. Toucher and Rich. Toucher and Rich, me and Zoe. Felger and Maz. Felger and, and Maz. Uh, 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 D.A. The, the kid who went to New Yeah, the York. teeth. Yeah, the teeth. The, the teeth. Uh, so you were part of the original group. Right. How long did you last? A year and a half? Seven months. Oh, shit. That's it? Oh, yeah. Seven months? Yeah. And I was told I'd get at least two years. Yeah, but you know. Um, you but know, Gresh, what happened bullshit, was, though. is Gresh was all done. Originally, it was supposed to be me and Gresh. Gresh and Zoe, like, were a radio team. In the, Providence. Right. But originally, Zoe was going to be in the morning with Toucher and Rich. Right. Instead of Wallach. Really? Yeah. Uh, that, I helped Wallach get that job, that by the way. It wouldn't have worked as well. It wouldn't have worked because Fred would have killed Zoe. Right. Absolutely right. I killed I mean, him. I don't know him. No, he would have killed him right. because he can't focus. Um, and I don't think Zoe would have been doing sports flashes. No, no that's not his right, thing. Right, right. All right. So then it was going to be me and Gresh. I've told you in the Patriots post game, you and Gresh are good together. We, I thought Andy's best work was during the Patriots. He's very. I think he. I'm not a big fan of him as a daily talk show host, but I thought he, you guys were actually a pretty good team. I thought the pregame show we did was terrific. Um, we had a great time. We had a blast. So they po- wanted to get Gresh in. They wanted to get Gresh in. So it was supposed to be me and Gresh. Gresh was doing satellite in New York, and couldn't do it. So then Gresh got out of his deal in New York. Wanted to come here, and Mark Chernoff was always a big fan of Gresh's, mm-hmm. and. Chernoff wanted to get Gresh in. He's the guy down in New York at uh, FAM. Yeah, 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 I know. And when Gresh came on and said that Nomar, uh, he asked Nomar Garcia Parra, he was filling in for Zoe, he asked Nomar, he said, do you consider yourself a loser? Right. And the Globe picked it up and ran it. I remember that, yeah. And yeah. The, the guys at CBS Radio New York, they went crazy. They thought it was awesome. Right. Controversy, we got to get Gresh in. So they called Boston and they said, Take Tangway out and put Gresh in. Did you in. know this was happening? No. No whiff of it all. None. Huh. Now, management here still claims it was their decision. It was not. It was a New York decision. Not management here. Management yeah, no, management the at the sports hub. Yeah. Because when I asked for the day off, uh, they didn't know I was getting fired. They got a call later that day on a Thursday, and they said, and the New York people said, take Tangway out, right. put Gresh in. Mm-hmm. And I could, t- you know, they really fought for me. You could tell. I mean, they well, really well, went I mean, to bad for that me. That never happens. No, it never happens. So, did you think at that point so they fire you? They bring Gresham. The show does do better. Can I say one more thing? I guess. Yeah. yeah. What really pissed me off? It's taking long enough. To yeah. Get to this wasn't point. wasn't what really pissed me off? Wasn't so much about the fact that I got fired. Yeah. Was the fact the way they did it? They treated me like an amateur. They treated me like I was spinning records on the weekend. Where at two o'clock, they said come into the office. I had helped build the Patriots radio network. I had helped put it on the map. I had helped them assemble the station by go. telling people who should be where. Like who? Uh, Felger. I mean, I used to talk. I used to talk to Hannon about Felger when he was on ESPN Radio. Yeah, I was there when the original meeting took place. It was me, Mike Thomas, Hannon, and Felger, and we were talking about who should be the producers. Mm-hmm. We were talking about what the lineup should be. Felger and I both agreed Maz should be on in the afternoon. The whole bit. So I was like, you know, at least you guys could have done is take me aside and let me make the call. 
and just say, you know what, I've decided to move on. You believe on. you deserve more. I but deserved you more. Courtesy. <clears throat> treat but with there dignity. was none. They treat treated. They treated me like yeah. They treated me terribly. Do you think it'll be any different here when the time no, comes? No, it won't. I mean, but I the thought but way see, these things work. But that's the way these things work. But I just thought I had a relationship with Hannon. Well, that's your own fault. It is. I was no, naive. That's your fault. That's I not believe. their fault. That's your fault. Well, I just believe that I thought that there was a loyalty and a friendship there that did didn't you exist. Think, so now we've moved on. Did you on. think so they fired your ass, they right. kicked your ass out of the building. Did you think at that point, uh, that was when, 2010? Well, I did the Sun. I kept doing the Patriots pregame. I know, but, but I'm right. saying from a, what year was that? 2000? I can't remember. Okay. I don't know. Did you think at that point that your radio career was done? Yes. You were never going to be a daily talk show host again. Never well, happened again. You're not, again. You're not as we're I'm speaking not. here yet. I know, because Dino's on vacation. Well, no, but you know what I mean. You I'm did, right. I never, I never thought that would be the case. So now you want to, did you want to even do it again or no? Did you want to be that fake <clears throat> pretend guy no, again? I, the only way I would when do it. Ra- like, when did this pretend light go off in your head? Because I don't know which, I still don't know which is the real Gary I'll Dan. tell you, I'll tell you. Oh, yes, you do. Well, I don't know. Oh, you, oh you're so full of crap. I don't know. You know. The way I'm on the radio is when, when, when you and me and Brad for whatever are eating at uh, Border Cafe, that's, the way I'm on the radio here is the way I am there. That is true. When that's I first same. met Gary Tangway, I thought he's a lot different than he is on the air. No question. Right. And then what happened was. I'll tell you exactly when the light went off, mm-hmm. okay? We were in <clears> – Gresh and I were recording our final pre- and post-game interview with Jonathan Kraft at the Super Bowl in Arizona. Okay. okay? Yeah. That's All right. One. You were there. Then. Uh, yes. Indy. Yeah. Indy. Indy. No, 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 no. Arizona. Arizona. You were there in Arizona. Arizona. I saw you there. Yeah. Yeah. We did shows yes. there. Yes. Yes. That's right. In Arizona. Gresh and I, we knew we were all done, mm-hmm. okay? Because once again – I didn't think that I was treated properly, and they were putting in the paper that Bertrand's going to take over and blah, blah, blah. So, and that's fine. That's the way life goes. Um, I can and tell. We, I were, could... we were pre-recording the uh, uh, the report that we did on the pregame show with Jonathan. A terrible, yeah. And and Gresh was, like, just sucking up to Jonathan. And I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? I mean, you know, Andy and I, I thought, had a lot to do with the success of that radio network, and the team is ultimately responsible. Of course, you know that. But I thought, of course, if you win, people listen. No, but the, but show I thought, was, the show was good. And I thought Andy and I, along with Howie Sylvester, had worked very hard to put it I together. I think that was a good show. Yeah, right. I agree. For what so, it is, it was good. Right. So uh, I'm sitting there, and I'm going, we're getting pushed out the door. And Gresh is just like sucking up to Jonathan. And I'm like, why? Is that, I mean, told him, is that the... he told him how many games they had done together Yeah, or he said, that, you know, this will be the such and such hour game we've done together. And I'm, like, I'm like, like, just get me out of that's here. That's embarrassing. Just, I just want to go. Didn't and Crash I, badmouth me to Jonathan Kraft too? Yeah, he did. What yeah, did he say? Yeah. Well, a lot of people have told me that, a lot of people have said to me, like, you know, look out for Menahan. He's dangerous. And I said, look, Menahan's the only guy that's ever been loyal. Like who? 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 Don't say you can't say a lot of people on this podcast. This is we yeah, do, na- right. we do no, names. No, Gresh here. said it. Um, you know, I've had some friends that you don't know um, that have said, you know, be careful with him. And I've said he's the most loyal guy. Be he's careful. done more for me. In be my careful business. how? Like, what does Gresh be careful? What does that well, mean? Well, you know, the fact that you know you. You know what Gresh's problem was is that you didn't pay your dues. Oh, you gives, came in in three hours. Yeah, you came in in about, three years. Who cares and you about that on. though? But what's that have to do with loyalty, though, is my, would be my It has nothing to, to do Gresh, with loyalty. To Gresh, who I've tried so to get on here, he won't come on. It has nothing to do with loyalty. Yeah. And, you know, I still consider Gresh a friend. I still like him. So, but the point was, is we were in that segment with Jonathan Kraft, and it was during Deflategate. And Jonathan said to us, you know, the Colts could have deflated the football. Right before mm-hmm. they gave it back, and I just I almost got up and left. I was almost like, but you serious? But you didn't fight back, right? I didn't because I I I wanted to get paid. Basically, right. I, they pay me way too much money to do that job, anyway. Well, you and I, right? I mean, and I was like, and I almost got up and left, and I was like, no, I'm going to ride it out because that was bullshit. I mean, the Colts did not deflate the football. I, I, I don't think so. Either. No, okay. So we, we disagree on deflate kick, but I would agree that the Colts did not deflate football. So, like, I'm supposed to. So I'm well, like, well, you're a grown man. You had the microphone. You I could did. Have said that's bullshit. And I didn't. You pussied out. I did. Okay. I did. So then you're mad at yourself then, for being a pussy. Yes. And then right. Sunday morning, of course, like Ian Rappaport and Schefter all float that. Right. So I'm saying, I which know where that their, came which from. Which is their job. Which that's fine. Right. right. So th- at that point, when I left that interview, I said, I'm done. If I ever do radio again, when I do radio and TV, I got to go all in. And that's when I went on television and I said, Brady's a liar. He is guilty. Because I've always thought he was guilty. I've just always thought he was guilty. And a guy at Comcast said to me, are you, are you sure you know what you're doing? That was a senior executive. And I said, yeah, I do. I know mm-hmm. exactly what I'm doing. 
because the people the people who make money in this business are the ones that speak their mind and are compelling. That's, you're making money now, seems, even though it's not the best deal in the world, yeah, but you're doing all right. It's pretty damn good. Well, it's okay. You could have done better. <laughs> it's pretty right. good. Yeah, Callahan, yeah. Felger, sure. and Maz. Touch and rich. Those, without question, the highest paid people in the market. They are crushing it. Who? All the guys you just all named? All the guys I just mentioned. That's probably true. They are all making a ton of dough. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking over 700 grand. Well, it's a good living. It's a great living. Yes. Okay, but you have a guy like me in television, and in television, you're only going to get so far. So I said, screw this. I've been loyal to all of these teams. Mm-hmm. I've been loyal to management. They and started what talking. did that do for you? Nothing. Right. Nothing. Now, I would say to you, you're fucking in your 50s. It's, you probably should have figured it out like 10 years ago. Yeah, but see, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I, I knew it from day one. Yeah, but here's, here's what I didn't know I could do it. And I had the same discussion with Felger 10 years ago. And Felger said to me, because I remember I was with Jerry and Felger at the subway in Foxborough. Gillette Stadium wasn't built yet. They were still practicing in Rentham. I've heard this story before. Okay, well, I'm going to tell the people out there. You've told on the air before. Well, all right. Whatever. Jerry just said to Felger, get behind the mic and say stuff. And Felger said, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Well, I have said that that people, you know, say that Orway was a big influence on Felger. And I think he did learn some stuff. But I have always said, and people of other people said this to me too, is that Jerry's Felger's biggest influence, I think, on Formatically, how to run a show, it was Ordway. Right. Personality-wise, it was Jerry. It would be Jerry. Jerry. Although, ironically, Felger... Does nothing but sports now. Right. Nothing. And but, I know, and I know, you know Mike better than I do, but you know he has thoughts outside of sports. Oh, he's very, he's very um, up on politics. Right. But he, see, he has decided for some reason to ignore it, but it's been well, successful. Well, he's been very successful. But I would just be bored. I'd fucking blow right. my brains out. Well, I think that if Jerry Callahan talks sports all the time, he's Felger. Uh, no, because Felger has remains passionate about it. Jerry would not stay passionate right, about it every right. day. Right, right. Felger just... still is pa- like Felger's like Bob Ryan. He's still passionate yeah. about the games. Yeah, but I get I, which to as me, you get older, too, it changes. Too sporty McKenzie for right. me. Right, from, from I my agree taste, with that. But, it's, but obviously you can you can you can do it both ways. Right. So you show. So basically, I got you on the station here. Well, you and I talked. Yes, you got me in. But you and I talked where I said, and it really started with with us is when we got on, and I know we joke about it, but when we got on Fallon, well, that was a big deal for you. Th- well, that was a big deal, period. But it was a bigger deal for you than it was for me. Well, fine, but I'll tell no, you. No, I what. would say that for well, sorry. Yeah, no, that's true. Yes, I, that, so that was okay. That when was, I called, that you, was 2013. Okay, now this is where I know, and I've never talked to you about this. You didn't know what to think of me. You came on our show once, and you were all over us about an article about something. It was right when I, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you the story real quick. It was be, it was a couple years before that, because I started doing Comcast at like maybe the end of 2010, beginning of 2011. Okay. I wrote something about something. I don't right. know what the fuck it was. And it was some story, and I knew right when I got there that you guys hadn't read it. Right. And my thought was, sitting there, great, fantastic. Right. I can shit on these guys. Right. Which I would say to these to, to Rookie Week and all these other younger guys, the minute you get in there and are combative, you're fucking home. If you sit there and are just boring like everybody else, they'll fucking forget about you. Right. I yelled at Felger. Felger and I went back and forth. He finally said, I didn't read it. I turned to you. I said, did you read it? You did. No, I didn't read it. <laughs> and, I thought, and I said, great, fantastic. It's the first fight we ever had. But it was, it was key to me. The commercial ended. We, whatever the, the segment yeah. ended, we went to break, and all three of us were totally fine. We we're laughing about it. Totally. You know that's, but that, but that's not the case with everybody. It you is know not. that it is not. You've done enough. You know that's right. The, you know, we're that's, like it's fine, no big deal. I right, no, see you later. It's good. It's better. I mean, we get you and I get legitimately angry with each other on the air. Well, yeah, it's real, debate. but it's not real. Once we go to the commercial, we well, realize no, how stupid it is. It's never with us. Other than the time you called me a couple of weeks ago and screamed at me, we don't think oh, we've ever that, been <laughs> mad at each other. No, I don't no, think. No, no, no. But go ahead, what were we going to say? Um, about no, but it? what I was going to say was when you came on and we screamed at each other and we ended up on Fallon, and I called you up and I said, You're not going to believe this, but we are in Jimmy Fallon's monologue with Elliot Spitzer. Right. You called me and left a message. No, and what it, you said was, It's all happening, was what you that's said. That's it. It's, it's all, all happening. happening. That's my Hollywood which, thing. It's all happening. Which is, and Bill, I guess, true. Bill Bridger was like, I can't believe it. He says, I'm getting calls from all these other GMs. I got, How'd a, you do I, it? I got a, a member getting a message from a friend of mine in Chicago, maybe he was. And he taped it on his phone. They played it in some blooper right. reel at, the, right. at, at, at a baseball stadium. Oh, right. They, they did that too. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we could find it. Ben, if you're, uh, if you're right. running it, play it here for a second. And you know, just play the back and forth. It'll sound it stupid. It was all over the yeah, place. Yeah, but we'll find it for a second, Ben, and run it. 
That's it. Bill no, Belichick I is completely a disagree. Gary, no, you're not, Kurt. No, you are. No, you're full of crap. No, you're full of crap. No, you're not. No, come on, come on. Are you serious? Why don't you let me speak for once? I understand how you feel. The fact is, is that a guy under his watch? A guy under his watch is charged with committing murder. No, Gary. A guy under his watch, and he should come out and he should explain. He should explain. He's a football coach. He's not a He's the general manager. He's the runner of football operations. He should he, sit there and he should Gary, say, Gary, look, this Gary. is what I knew about him. I'm, so, Gary, I'm sorry Gary, about the situation. Gary, and that's what he should say. May I get 30 seconds? Well, no, and I'm going to tell you right now seconds. that he deserves, he should I'm say more than what? a manager at Subway. Why? To compare Bill Belichick Gary, to a manager Gary, at Subway is idiotic. You're a moron. Gary, give me 30 seconds. I that's ridiculous. That's inhumane. That's the first thing you said. You're as cold-blooded as Belichick. That's the first thing you said. You don't have a heart. Here's what I'll say. You have no heart. You have no emotion. Why am I here? You're treating Why murder like the guy pulled a hamster. Gary, don't be a jerk. Seriously. Don't, I'm don't, not don't being a jerk. That, you're Gary, being a jerk because that's what no, you sound like. You're not yaks about it. Don't say that about me. That's crap. Don't, don't say that. Don't say that. Well, explain your difference. Okay, go ahead. for a minute. Speak your piece. And, w- and when we did that during the, uh, d- he'll he'll do it after. Yeah, Gary. I know. Okay. I know. I know. Dude, you're fine. You got plenty of time. No, it's ten on, minutes to get my there. Kid waiting by the phone. Who cares about your. You don't care yeah, about your kid. Did you, you hate your son? I, I, when we were, when we were arguing back and forth, and Lou was in the middle, I had no idea that because we, we've had arguments like that before and after. We I didn't think it was that good. It was okay. It was funny. It was I mean, fine. it was funny. But when you watch it now, we're so stupid. It's oh, like, it makes no, you're, no dumb. Sense. you're dumb. No, you're dumb. It's dumb. so fuck. It's the stupidest fucking argument oh, of yeah. all time. It's like a couple of five That's why it took off. It was just right. so dumb. But because, the content is terrible. Because Fallon looked at it and said, look, these idiots. Right. They're morons. His I mean, joke there's was, no, his there's joke no was, substance. He had a bad joke, too. Some of the view oh, was yeah. bad. I mean, he's, he's a terrible monologue. ridiculous. But that's the kind of stuff... I, I would say in my defense, you're not going to get a lot of that now with the current crew of Comcast. That's You're not getting a lot of that on TV. Oh, no. That's why we need to get you back on. I'll be back. I know you will. Be. I'll be back eventually. You needed my approval. I so this is the most fun. to me, are you okay? So like days that. like today and with Jerry and with everybody, right. that's the most fun you've ever had in radio. Absolutely. This long. When did you start doing radio? I started radio when I was 16. That was playing what? Opera? I was playing opera records on WRUM, AM and FM in Rumford, Maine. How long did you do that for? I did that for two years. Now, how, did you, how does Gary Tangway, who's living in Rumford, Maine, decide I want to do radio in opera? Like, who, who, who was the person that, that you said? Randy wanted... Holtham. Who's that? Randy Holtham was the program director, now general dead. manager. Now dead, yes. No, he's still, he's still alive. Uh, um, of uh, WRUM in Rumford. Where, where was that station? That station was at... On Congress Street. Would people listen to it in your town? Everybody listen to it? We did in town because no school announcements. Oh, was that? Yeah, that type of thing. You was know, it no on, school. 24 hour a day? Oh, God, no. We signed off at, uh, the AM signed off at sundown. Then we went FM that signed off at midnight. It was all opera all day? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. what would ha- it was whatever anybody would pay. I mean, you know. I mean, oh, one of those stations. It was yeah, one of those yeah, stations. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'd play Ronnie Millsap. And then, you know, because we get paid by Texaco to run the Texaco Metropolitan Opera. Oh, yeah, yeah. We pay, you know, so and then Sunday your, morning we play American Top 40. So what was your role? I was basically a board op. So you weren't a DJ or anything? No, what they would do is they would let me play records 15 minutes from 11.45 to midnight on Saturday. And I would line up my four or five records. Right. And I would play them and I would come out and do the, hey, everybody. <laughs> and you know what my dad said to me? Because no. they, they stayed up to listen. The late Noah Tangway. Yes, the late yeah. great Noah Tangway. Dad said to me, he goes, Sounds like you're trying to take a shit. <laughs> you're trying too hard. He says you're trying. He said it was Ronnie Radio. He goes, you sound like you're constipated. Right. Like you go, hey everybody, it's WRUM and this is Gary Tangway. But everybody sucks at first. Of course they do. I mean, nobody. That, that's they, there's something. Of course they do. That's why I get so pissed off at people. And it happens here. It happens at every place I've worked where they look at a 22 year old kid or a 21 year old kid and they go, that kid will never make. No, it that's in that's that's ridiculous. And I said that's ridiculous. I go, come on. I hate that. It's. Happened to me, you know. I mean, it, you just get, you know, I was the fraternity kid working at the radio station in Bangor, and they said, hey, he's not that good. And then you went to Bangor after that? Yeah, I went to college. Right, you did radio in college. I did radio in college, and I went to work at a WABI and WBGW. Now, did you want to be great, or did you just want to be on the radio? I wanted to be great. I wanted to be... But you weren't, right? I mean, you were, now you look back, I mean, you were a great, were you a great disc jockey? Oh, um, can, no. Can you be one? Well, you can't now because it's a different. It's a different. Well, it's gone now. Era. The I guys mean, I, I grew up like the Lockwoodaires and Maddie yeah, and those guys or, are gone. You can't. Yeah, do they're that. gone. I mean, you just don't have it when it comes to music and personality. I mean, it doesn't exist. Even Maddie, Maddie plays two records an hour. Right, he said he plays two or three an hour. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It's not the same. So, who did you want to be? Like, who? There was a at? guy. Well, there was a guy in in um, 
There's a guy in Brunswick, Maine. Yeah. His name was Willie B. Mitchell. Oh, boy. Okay, and I think he's still in radio in Maine. Yeah. Um, Willie B. Mitchell was in the morning. See, I know all the local guys. Willie B. Mitchell was in the morning. Steve Rock was in the afternoon. And it would be like, hey, this is Willie B. Mitchell, Y106 FM. And what he would say at the end of every show <laughs> right. was, hey, Mom, come pick me up. I'm all done with the show. And I thought that was original. I didn't know that Dale Dorman <laughs> had been saying that for like 20 years in Boston. <laughs> right. Right? Right. Um, you know, but like Charlie Tuna, Charlie Van Dyke, Casey Kasem, So you didn't care guys. about – you didn't think you would do sports radio didn't exist really, right? Well, sports radio didn't exist, but I did a lot of high school basketball games in college. Right. And I thought I could do I could do play-by-play or – you know, I, I was kind of – I used to hang around the TV station because we had an AM, yeah. FM and a TV station. And the, t- the news director was Don Colson. And I said, you know, hey, Don, you know, what about giving me a chance doing the TV sports? And he said, you sound good on the radio. So you that did was pretty that? much it. Oh, yeah, that was the it? The TV was done. So you wanted to be a play-by-play guy. I didn't know what I wanted to be. I wanted to be in radio, I thought. So I applied for sports jobs. I applied for play-by-play jobs. I applied for being a disc jockey. When was the first time you were a guy making a living doing radio? Like a um, living. Like a yeah, li- make a real living yeah. was at WIDE in Bitterford, Maine. Bitterford, Maine. Bitterford, Maine. Bitterford, Maine. Dick that, Lutzko was the general manager. Where that, was he really? Yeah. What did that pay? That paid two, I, I'll forget, we were negotiating, and it was $200 a week, and I said- What year is this? 82. Okay. I got out of college. 35 years 82, ago, and I said, Jesus. I said, 200 bucks. They said, 200 bucks a week, and I said, ah, you know what? I, I need 210. Like, I was this big- True, yeah. And, like, lots to this day. <laughs> Did pause? He, 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 so just, he must have been laughing inside. <laughs> right. Uh, he does now Dartmouth football, I think. Yeah. And he was, uh, he thought about it. He thought, he goes, okay. I had one. <laughs> right. So what were you doing there? I played music. I played, um, like, Yacht Rock Radio. So this is where you, so the thing we do was born there. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, right. no. I mean, the thing I, that we do, no, the thing, that was born in college. College, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. But. Um, but you were doing that there. I was doing that there. We were playing, you know, Ann Murray in the midday. I was reading right. school lunch announcements, weather every 10 minutes. Did you really and, hit the post, though? Oh, all the time. I was great at it. So it was taped or it was live? Oh, it was live. It was an actual record? Oh, records. Right, you it was up the record. It was a record. Yeah, so you, you put queued the up record the record on. and you put up the record and you queue it up and you'd, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd queue it up and you'd move it, move it back a quarter turn on the turntable. Right. And, you know, <laughs> WID Radio, this is Gary Tango in the midday. Don't forget tomorrow morning, the mayor of the morning, Colton Dana. It's got, you know, the weather forecast or whatever. Did you think you were doing good radio? I thought it was pretty good. Was anybody listening to it? Oh, yeah. See, really? back then, yeah, you, locally. Well, how many towns would that get to? Uh, pretty much like Bitterford and Saco. Okay, yeah. But you know, but everybody maybe, there would listen to it. Maybe into Sanford, but they, right. you know, we did the high school football games. I did a high school football game over a phone. Literally, I had a phone in my hand, and I did the play-by-play what through mean, the from phone. From the press, from the in little, the press the box, little, little because the mic mixer died. <laughs> so I grabbed the phone, right? And I would do the first and ten. By so the what phone is your? Academy. So you're how old then? Twenty four, whatever. Twenty, yeah, twenty two. So what is 24. your? What is your? Are you? Are you thinking I could do this? This I could work at the station for the next twenty years? Oh or God, we, no! I was. Looking... I had an offer to go to a station in Laconia. Well, and I didn't. Then I got a job offer to go to WERZ in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. You took it. And I took it. Okay. That's, that's yesterday's class. That's Gary and Mark in the morning. That's Mark and Gary in the morning. Didn't work out well. No, I got burned out there. I was working a ton. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't making was any money. Was this a real morning show like we do, or was it like no, music? No, this was like a Z morning, supposedly. It was supposed to be like the Z morning zoo. You played music? Played music, and he was supposed to be funny. Nice guy, but we weren't funny. Right. We weren't funny. The show sucked. It wasn't good. Well, nice, nice guy. I shouldn't say this. He's a really nice guy. Well, you can say And it. I don't think I was that good. I'm sure you weren't. We were trying to be funny, and I don't remember it working. Oh, I would love to hear some of that. What, what did you get paid for that? 14 grand a year. 14 grand a yeah. year. That's a raise. Was a raise. You took it. Anyway, I took it. I did high school football on Saturdays, mm-hmm. uh, and I also had to play Sinatra records on the AM station on Sundays. So I, I worked my ass <laughs> so off. So it was seven days a week. Oh yeah, a lot of the for times, fourteen yeah. grand. Yeah. How long did you last there for before they made the mugs and fired you? Uh, they didn't fire oh, you me. Quit. I quit. You quit. I quit, and we got the mugs in with my name on it, and that's the same day I quit. So you quit uh, a couple you, years. You quit, and you were out of the business. I was. You were selling uh, so bank signs. So. Because all my friends were making money. All my friends were making like 50, 60 grand a year. They were engineers. And you're making My shit. roommate was a town manager, and I like I couldn't, I had no money. So you were making some money. So I got into the bank business, and I, and I got into sales, and I went from making, in two years, I went from making 14 grand to making 120. So why'd you get out of that? Because I didn't like it. So where'd you go? I got a call from Rick Radzik. I was working on a Friday at Maurice Blewett, and I was selling bank signs. 
And Were you keeping your toe in the business? I was. I, I, you know, I was actually. It's funny. Phil Serkin was, and this is where the first time I met Ordway. I was an original member of WEEI. Yeah, I know you were. AM five ninety. So I did a weekend show. How'd you do that? I did it from ten to three. No, no, but I'm saying you're some nobody. Like how did you, how do you get? This I is, had been this filling is, in. This I, is five ninety. This is five ninety. When they were news radio five ninety, yes. I had filled in and done some morning sports. With like a little oh god, who was it? Gay Vernon and okay, yeah, yeah, uh, Dave yeah, yeah. Shea used to Dave do Shea. It. Yep, I remember that. I filled that. in for Shea. Okay, all right, and I did some morning sports. They mm-hmm. went all sports. Right. I lost the first opening to Willie May. Well, that's good. Willie May won, got that game. So that's weekends. That's weekends. And he was on another station. Yeah, he was on ILD. ILD, yeah. yeah, yeah. Coach. Right. Then I got a job doing Talk 10 to 3. My dad had a heart attack. Yep. Um, I was working seven days a week. I was flying all over the country. I wasn't seeing my father, quadruple bypass. I wasn't doing a good job on the radio. I was traveling a lot for this, obviously. I, I was traveling a lot. I was in sure. Kalamazoo, Michigan. I was sure. everywhere. And I was, I was really too nice. During that show, I mean, I couldn't disagree with anybody. Total pussy. Total pussy. I mean, yeah. this guy would call, hey, Gary, I think that Mike Greenwell's good. And I go, yeah, well, maybe you're right. And this other guy would call, Mike Greenwell sucks. He can't would throw it. I calls? go, maybe you. You know, Jimmy would, Jimmy Myers would get calls from 6 to 10. On the, the weekends. On the or, weekends, loaded. So Jimmy would do 6 to 10 in the mornings in the, on the morning weekends? On Saturdays. They would start at 6 in the morning on the weekends. On the weekends. And they'd be loaded. Loaded. Was he a good talk show host? Uh, I thought Jimmy was. Really? I mean, it was, you know, Jimmy did his thing. The problem yeah, Jimmy own, would right. get in trouble, right. you know, with other right. stuff. Right. And right. Uh, I thought Jimmy, because Jimmy had a lot of passion. Uh, so I thought it was good. And I'd come on at 10 o'clock, all those phones, dark. Gone. Go blank. So I would um, talk a lot. For oh, five hours? Five hours, I'd be alone. What would you talk about? What year is this? This is... 88. I was going to say late 80s, 80s early yeah, 90s. I mean, yeah. Red Sox, Patriots weren't big, Celtics, do a lot of Celtics. That's shit, bro. I mean, the Bruins, right. the Bruins... But I sucked at it. I was terrible at it because I would agree with everybody. Right. I mean, we, you know, I was terrible. So how'd you go from that to the next thing? So I quit. I was about to be fired. Here? So that, no. There? Yeah. Yes. They were going to fire me. Yeah. I sucked. Right. The gas Ordway. I mean, Doug Lane was there. Right. I mean, Ordway and Lane were running around, running the place. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and uh, I sucked. So I quit basically before they could fire me because I said, this isn't right. This isn't going to work. Um, and then I did some theater in Port sure, I, I know did that. some yeah. acting. Right. right. Uh, continued to sell bank signs. It was making a ton of money. Bought cars mm-hmm. with cash. Right. I'll never forget. I bought, I bought like a Toyota Camry. The guy said, you got finance. I go, no, here's 15 grand. Oh, look at you. Let's tell you, that was great. Wow. No kids. Star of theater. Oh, star of the theater, yes. <laughs> Lieutenant Shrank in, in West Side Story. <laughs> Thought about becoming an actor. Yeah, that would have taken off. Yeah, that would have been good. Um, had a great time at Portsmouth. Great time. Okay. Um, got a phone call. Was working at Blue Got a phone call on a Friday afternoon. This guy, Rick Radzik, who's the assistant program director at the Sports Hub, yep. um, said, uh, you should be in radio. I need you back in radio. Will you come and do weekend sports at BZ Radio? Okay. And I, that's how I got back in. And I got back in. Then I went to work in Worcester. And then I got really drunk with Alan Miller, right? Who was the executive producer of Channel Four. And when I outdrank him at Daisy's, that's how I got a job in TV. So your first job at TV in Boston was Channel Four. It was not. It was Channel Fifty Six. Fifty Six. So what weekends? Hap- weekends. What happened was who was the lead anchor of Fifty Six Sports at that point? Frank Malico. Michael Barkan. Oh, Barkan. Barkan. Right, right, Bar- right. I owe a lot to Barkan. Yeah, a ton good, to Barkan. Good guy. Really good guy. Jimmy yeah. Young. I owe a ton to Jimmy Young. Jimmy too. Young. Yeah. Jimmy Young. It. So. Dickerson and I met. He was doing um, PA at the Worcester Ice Cats, and I'm in Worcester. And I said, well, I'm not going to do this bank site thing. I made a bunch of money, and I put it in the bank. So I said, I'm going to go back, and I'm going to take this job in Worcester, making thirty grand." Right. And uh, Dickerson was the producer, but because we didn't get any calls, it became a two-man show. Right. Right? Um, and uh, John Holt was doing TV at w- at the local cable station. They asked me to fill in, and that's when I first started doing TV. In Worcester. In Worcester. And because I could talk on the radio, I just got in front of the camera and talked. What the? How was fucking Alan Miller? What, what are you talking I'm about? I'm going to slow down here. You just Pat. talked about it. I know. You said Rick Razzik in like four different spots. Yeah, I know. I'm all over the place. Where, where, where are you in the world at this point? Okay. I am in Worcester, Massachusetts. Okay. You're doing the thing with Dickerson on the radio. Yeah, like nine, early 90s. Is it every day with Dickerson on the weekends? Yeah, every day. Every day. What Monday station? through Friday. WWTM, now known as WVEI. Oh, WV, okay. So you're there with, right. you're there with Greg. I'm there with Greg. We're and doing you start the doing some TV. 
and I started doing some TV. Okay, then when you get drunk with Alan Miller. No, 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 that's not that's not happening. Hasn't happened yet. No, you've already referred to it. So I send a tape in to Channel Fifty Six. Okay. All right. They need freelancers because Malakote's gone to Detroit. Yes. They don't want to pay anybody full time. Right. So me, Scott Cohen, John Rook, we all start filling in. Yep. The first time I fill in on the weekends, it's a disaster. I can only imagine. Train wreck. You haven't done any TV, right? Very I've done a little bit. Right. But I could fake Why was the train wreck? Um, I went to put in my contact lenses and I put them in the wrong eye. <laughs> I got the right contact lens in my left and the left in my right. Okay. All right. The microphone <laughs> dropped off my tie. The majority of the sports cast, the microphone was at my feet. <laughs> I said the Bruins won by a score of three to three. Okay. Is all true? All true. Does it still exist, this tape? I hope. Jimmy Clark might have it. The okay. great Jimmy Clark, who I, works with Fairweather. Now. I think we have to find that. Contact Fairweather or Jimmy Clark. Okay, I'll check okay. a it's, It was a disaster. Okay. Disaster. Okay. So anyway, so, so I'm doing that. and But they still hired you. Well, as a freelancer. Okay. I mean, they, were yeah, pay, yeah, they, they, okay. they didn't want to pay. Right, so they paid you nothing. They paid me nothing. Right. So in order to do the TV, I had to lie to the radio station Worcester. So I said, I'm having lunch with my sister in New Hampshire. My car broke down. Right. But I was on TV. Right. No one noticed. How did they not know? No one noticed. There's a lot with the 56 power back then. Yeah, they were watching the banana splits. More than <laughs> That's a good show. Uh, yeah. Did you have your real name on there as well? I did. Yeah, okay. a little bit. I mean, they could see me. Right. So you right. did it. I did it. Okay. So then after a couple of days, Barkan said, look, you're going to be the permanent fill-in. Nice. Because I'd do it. Right. I mean, you know, I'd go cover Patriots. I'd go, and that's when I first did the TV thing in town. Right. No benefits, just a daily fee. And not an intellectually stimulating position. Not hard to do. No. Not hard to do. So, Did you like doing it? I loved it. Yeah. You I felt loved, like a big I, deal. You know, I, was, I thought it was just great. I you mean, started seeing these people, <clears throat> the Bob Ryans, the Will oh, McDonough's. The Bell, the right. Ryan. I'd see, uh, you know, Gary Gillis. Right. You know, Dowling, all these guys. Okay, so you're right. 50, how long are you 56 for? For like a year. All right, then we're okay. then are we get into the Alan Miller thing. So I'm working at BZ Radio on the weekends. I'm mm-hmm. working at 56 during the week and doing the TV. And you're in Worcester at all or no? Worcester's Not in Worcester. Out. I'm done okay. in Worcester. Good. Because is... I said to them, uh, I quit because I've been lying to you. And they said, you're fired. And I left. And I was okay. Out. So you're at 56 and BZ. I'm at 56 and BZ. And Alan's a BZ. Or, uh, Alan's a BZ. Right, right. So I knew Alan, <clears throat> but we had a Christmas party at the Boston Harbor Hotel. Mm-hmm. And um, I had my wife. I met my wife at Channel Four. We had not met yet, okay. and we went to Daisy's uh-huh. after party. And I—that's when I was drinking, and I could drink a ton. Right. Miller was drinking Bud, and I was drinking Black and Tans, and I drank Guinness, and I kept calling him a pussy, right? Because I just kept going, "You can't drink." Oh, well, he can—he can drink. Yeah, but I could drink more. Okay, that's why I stopped. So he's impressed. So he goes, "Wow, Tang, you're great." Right. And I was in. And I showed him a tape I had done in Worcester. Right. And he said, the one thing I will say about myself is when, it's co- when, it, when it has come to do TV, it, it came naturally. I yeah, could sit in front of a camera and be natural. You're a comfortable TV presence. I will say that. Yeah. Never been a problem. Never no. been nervous. If it's, a, it's like you're here right now. Correct. Yeah. And then um, Wally, Scott Wally went to news. Singing his way into news. Singing his way into news. Right. And the news director, Greg Caputo, at 56... Didn't really think much of me. Can we just get to, so how did you get to, what, how did you get to, so you got the Channel 4? So I got the Channel 4, and they okay. said, do you want to freelance? For Channel 4? For Channel 4. Okay. And I said, yes. Mm-hmm. And I worked for Lobel, and you know. You did I, not like Lobel. Um, I, uh, but at the end of the day, I didn't respect him. I mean, which, Lobel it, was. Don't meet your heroes. He was king shit at that point. I mean, he was. Not the, really. It was starting to go, it was starting really? to fall apart a little bit, because well, we're, what, we're, what happened early was. 90s, aren't we? No, now you, no, you're talking 2000. Jesus, with you and your fucking timelines. Yeah, oh, so at that point, so we're nearing the end. We're 99, 2000. Okay, so we're nearing the end. The most, Bob LaBelle is the most talented slash insecure person I've ever met. On one end of the spectrum, so talented. I mean, LaBelle would say something on TV and you go, how come I couldn't say he something like that? He was a like great uh, television personality. Tremendous. Great. I think the best ever in the city. I would agree. But so insecure. Like how? Give me an example. Well, I'll give you an example. Um, I started to gain a little traction, and they wanted me to do sports final instead of Burton, and he was very protective of his spot. I mean, Lobel constantly, Lobel never got along with Numi because he always looked at Numi as a threat. Right. Um, even though their skill sets were completely different. Um, Numi is so, like, anti-feuding, and, like, he, he's not interested in the, Numi, one thing about Numi I've always been impressed with is the politics of this business 
or don't he's not like gossip. He no. doesn't care. So I'll, I would go and talk to him. We'd have a nice talk, but he didn't. He didn't want to talk about the EI no, shit. Never. He didn't want to talk about channel. He doesn't give a shit about that stuff. He's so, a very Numi is a very smart se- guy. Secure. Very secure. Very secure like, in what he is. You know, let me do my horse racing. Let me do right. my Bruins. Like he left. He left here. He, he just he, said, I'm out. He left. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I'm out. That's Channel yeah. 4, same thing. He yeah. left. Yeah, he left. Right. Then he said, I'm out. Nobody does that. No, nobody does but that. But go ahead, Lobel. Um, but uh, so I was, Lobel was very friendly to me. I went to his house for the first Christmas party. Then I started getting a little traction. Um, do you think the fact that you were dating Susan Warnick at the time was an issue? Uh, no, no, that had no, no, that had no issue. Okay. But somebody said something to him about Tangley's really good or something like that. It started to go south a little bit to the point when I go into his office, he wouldn't turn around to look at me. I didn't get an invitation to the Christmas party. Ooh. Yeah, yeah it's, I was no longer in favor. Have you seen him lately? Do you see him ever now? Or I no? haven't seen him now. No? Yeah, no. So, I mean, the thing is, when I first met Bob LaBelle, I said, I am meeting a giant in the industry. The, the, I think the kingmaker in Boston before Ordway. Off television, very sad situation. Yeah. Very sad. And it, I, I feel bad to the point where uh, – you know, if Bob listens to this, I just wish he would realize how good he was. He was and great. I don't think he does. But see, I don't think well, he does. He was, he was great. He was the, he was the best ever. I think so, And too. now you see this thing where he's suing a golf course. Yeah, I'm like, come on. It's, it's, sad. it's, it's sad. sad. It's a sad situation. It's a sad situation. But you guys like Jerry. Jerry would tell you that Lobel was a great guy to him. Well, yeah, because he needed him. Yeah, and he, I guess Jerry wasn't a threat, too, right? Well, Jerry wasn't a but, threat. But by the way, all due respect to you, you weren't a threat to Lobel either. I know I like, wasn't. Like, realistically, I'm saying. Not in his, his mind. But in his mind, I was. Well, Jerry, in his mind, Jerry, not, in his mind, everybody was a threat except Steve Burton. That's why Burton got the weekends because he didn't think Burton was good enough. Burton to, was good enough to take over. And I mean, eventually, tell, he did. Jerry will tell stories that we'll all do sports final. You know, go across the street right. to the bar, get get a bunch of drinks and food. Lobel would come over. He wouldn't even hang out with them. He would just hand the credit card. Yeah, pick to up the, the tab and every time. Yeah, every single time. Right. There's something to be said for that. Yeah. Oh, I why agree. are you looking at your phone? Yeah. What are you doing? You're well, fine. Well, no, I got to check on the you kids got, here. You, got, you have plenty of time. The yeah, I got to get going. You get I got to get going. Get 10 more minutes. Fine, but I got to leave then. Well, yes. Why? What, what is your... I got to get him to the movies. Why? Go ahead. You didn't but... see suicide. Anyway, how do you get to Comcast? So Channel uh, 4 fires you. No. They didn't fire me. I left. I've been told you've been fired there. Who told you that? Lil Bell told me that. Yeah, I'm sure he did. He That's did. fine. So you left. So, do you have to go to Comcast? I left to go to Fox Sports Net. Right, same thing. What year is that? Uh, that is 2000. And where are, you, where are you? Are you doing any radio at this time or no? Uh, I was doing, this is what I was doing. I was doing BZ Radio on the weekends, doing a talk show, calling all sports with Norm Risha. Oh, you doing, okay. You calling s- all sports. Did you suck then too? You were still a pussy? And... I was still a pussy. Okay. Um, I was doing Pataka Red Sox baseball on play by TV. Play-by-play. Play. With who? Rico Petroselli. How was cable. that? Good guy? The best. Everybody says he's a great guy. Love him. Yeah. And Donnie Orsillo would come in and do an inning. Do you like Orsillo? Loved him. Yeah, you still I, like him? Love him. Yeah, he's a good guy, too. I, I sucked at baseball. I was not very good at it. Donnie would come in and do an inning. Much better. And they said, you know, well, and they'd go, well, do you want the Bob Rogers job? I'm like, no, no, Donnie should get that job. That's not Wait, me. Nesson? Yeah. Oh, you didn't want that. I, I, Did yeah. you ever do any Nesson? No. No, okay. No, never. No. So Fox Sports calls. So, yeah. So I had to give up the Pawtucket Red Sox. I had to give up doing BZ. I did some talk on the weekends, but then Fox Sports called because they're doing this New England sports report. It was me, Eric Freed, um, uh, Kara Henderson, and John Holt. No Dickerson. No Dickerson. Where's Dickerson at this point? Uh, Dickerson Still is doing EI radio, and he's in Worcester. Oh, he's right. doing EI yeah, yeah, on the yeah, weekends. Yeah, right, but sure, sure, sure. I got Dickerson in the BZ. Right. Okay, I made that guy's career. Anyways, right. But now, he hates, now, he, now he hates you. Now he hates me. So Does he great. actually hate you or not? No, You guys no, get along fine? fine? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I've known Greg forever. No, that's not it. Yeah. So anyways, um, uh, and then I go to work at Fox Sports Net New England, and then they pulled the plug, and they fired everybody but me. So I was the only on-air personality there like 2002. You survived. I survived because okay. I had a contract. Right. So uh, I did one show a day at 6.30. And then Mohegan's son came into play. We brought Greg on, and the rest is history. When did you bring Felger on? Felger came in as a fill-in. I mean, he was just a guest. We just right. brought people in. I mean, we had Bradford on. We oh, had yeah, Felger on. We had yeah. everybody on. Right. Buckley. I mean, everybody. How did we get Buckley? I don't know. And you started figuring out at that point. Did you? I would say even then, when I would watch on TV back then, you still weren't a guy who had a big, huge personality. No, no. I was a talking head. Right. So when I, did that change? It changed on TV before. Like, for a while, because this is when I started to get to know you. Like, the guy, even when I did TV together, then I might have dinner with after or whatever, was different than the guy I heard in the radio. Like, at some point at TV, you figured out you couldn't be a total puss all the time. Right. Well, that's when they took me off Celtics. And right. they said, we want, to f- we want you to focus on just the talk show. 
And when I didn't get the Patriots gig, I said, I have no other where to go. My game plan was to do, like, the Patriots gig and maybe do something. Why did you want that job? I think doing football play-by-play is a blast. I mean, to actually, when you actually do it and you make the calls, it's it's like sex. It's great. It's, money, so, it's but, so much fun. But the money is shit. The money sucks. Is it more fun than what we did today? Um, No. Uh, no, but you know what? It can be. It really? can. It really can be. Like when Gresh and I did all those eight high school games, those were fun. That's a. That sounds like a nightmare day. Well, it was a long day. What's fun about it? But but doing a football game, getting behind a mic and describing either a basketball or a football game is fun. It really is. Who's the guy you like working best with on TV? Dickerson, Felger. Dickerson's easy. Felger's easy. Um, God, this I I. There's not a lot of people I don't like Obviously working me. with. Yeah, you were the best because you get it. Who did um, you Who did you dislike working with? I, t- on TV? Yeah, who were some assholes? I'm trying to think. I don't know if we have any assholes. That's, I got to be honest with you. It's I really don't. Free place. I got to say. I mean, you know, here's the thing that bothers me. This is it. Really, yeah, I mean, Comcast. There really, there's no jerks. There really aren't. No, pretty jerk free. It's pretty jerk free. What bothers me, and I've told him this, Tomasi or Gasper. Or you've told Jeff Howe. You've told them that or you've told Yeah, you've got to have something to say. See, sometimes, like John Tomasi is so smart, mm-hmm. sometimes he, he'll just he, he'll just say one sentence because in, in actuality, that's all that needs to be said. You're not there, it doesn't, though. TV, you got to bring it. Right. So I, there, it, it makes me mad. Like Gasper, I'll say to Gasper, Gasper, you got to be angry. You got to bring something. Right. You know, don't be too smart. So I'll say something to him to kind of get him going. To be honest with you, I don't think Chris Gasper has reached his full potential. I think he has a lot more potential. And you think I, he I, has or has not reached his full I potential? I don't think he has reached his full potential. You think he's lazy? I think he's afraid. I think he wants to be. He, he's a I don't know. For the globe. What's he have to be afraid of? I think, he's but not I think going he, anywhere. Yeah, I know, but I, th- I don't know what it is. But I think Gasper has so much more to give than he does. And I've told him that. And Are you bored with your job? Uh, you mean on television? Yeah. No. You do the same thing every night. Yeah, but you know what? You doing? You're on tonight. Yeah. You know what? You know what gets uh, the thing that gets boring a little bit is like the office stuff going up to leading up to the show. I would think. But when, when six thirty hits, I'm never bored. Oh, it's you know, because like, I like it's, having. It's also so fast. Yeah, it's so fast. But like, I like it when Lou's on. Because, yeah, he's great. But because with Lou Maloney, you and I know, angry Lou's great. Lou has such a great sense of humor. And he can be so sarcastic, and that's what we bring out of him on the show. Sure. I love that. Look, Ryan's great because he's so passionate. When you're on, who the hell knows what's going to happen? It's probably great. not going to happen. You're going to be on again. Uh, well, how do you know that? Now you'll be on again. You don't know shit. I know. About that. Relax with the time. Fucking text him and tell him you're 15 minutes. Late. All right, the world's not going to end. Right. If, have I left anything out? This has been probably the worst podcast. No, ever. you've been good. You've been. I think good. it's been boring. You, as know, hell. you don't do a lot of backstory. People don't know your backstory a lot. Well, that's my backstory. And now you want to be on the station every day. I do. Do you think it's going to happen? I do. Why do you? Why is that? Because you and Jerry want me. But there are people who don't. There, that's fine. But I think you and Jerry are the two most powerful people in the station. Well, presuming when John's done, when he retires, whether it's now or in a right. year, I mean, you know, are you going to be able to do this show? My concern about you, I've articulated to you privately and on the air. I've told other people this: is I don't know if you're going to be focused every day. Fucking focused during this conversation. Are you going to be focused every day to do the show for four hours every day, five days a week, and you're not going to get the vacation that we get. You're going to have to be in here a lot more. Was I focused today? Uh, yeah. It's one day, Gare. Was I focused? One day. One good show. When when we focused, when we did Yacht Rock Radio? Yes, that's two shows. There are shows where it's 8.30 and you've admitted you're out of it. So you're going to do this show, work and then you're going to go to Comcast well, and the show every night, I and have then come back every single day. Not during Patriot season. I'm talking about when there's no thing going on, fucking nothing. It's 6.20, and Jerry's freaking out. We got nothing. I'm freaking out, and you're sitting there. You're going to be able to do that every single day. If Comcast allows me. Is that a concern? Yes. Why has this not been articulated yet? Well, i got to wait and see what's in play. I mean, I, I just have to get, get it approved by Comcast, them. If I'm Comcast, by the way, in all honesty, it, there's there's a good and bad. If I'm Bridgen or whoever, who is that who ultimately signs off yeah. the bill? If I'm Bill, I'm saying here's here's the problem. is I'm, There's a chance I'm going to get a worn-out Tangway. But there's a chance I'm actually, because of the way Jerry and Kirk work, because of the way they want things done, I'm going to get a Tangway who's actually more focused on everything right now, and it's going to be a great cross-promotional tool for the show. Correct. I think you will go with the with the latter. You do. I do because, but I can understand why the former would be a concern. I've had a discussion with Kevin. I've talked to you and talked about with my wife. Um, it would be a grind, but it's something you got to do, and it's something I want to do. What and do you- when you do, when you commit to something, and you're part of something, 
you take it much more seriously than just the flip and filling guy. Are you worried about the fact that Jerry and I are sort of uh, have a union in a way almost? Like, you know, do you feel like you'll be on the outside looking in or you think you'll be part oh, of it? Oh, that doesn't bother me, no. That doesn't bother you? No, God, no. I don't even know by if the it's way, true or not. By, I don't even know if it's true or not. No, that doesn't bother by me. By the way, what? When you said that Jerry's flipping out because we have nothing and you're flipping out because we have nothing, the one thing I will say Go is ahead. when I'm on... You always have something. Yeah, but and that's, you know that's but true. That, but eventually, that's true. That eventually, I wonder if that monkey stops spinning. I doubt Does it. Does that be- light burn out? I don't know. Did it burn out? I, I, Gary, I, I don't Gary, think so. It's only been a year. It's been longer than a year that. and a half, whatever. Yeah, but you know, you've been half. on every day. Did you like doing the other shows? Do you like doing like the midday show? You were a candidate for that job. Yeah, I. Would you, you know, have taken but, that but, job? I, I don't know. I don't. I really Do you don't have know. Fun because, doing that show? Eh. Why not? Because it's Sporty McKenzie all the time. I don't want to do sports all the time, like you. Well, I don't think I will say I don't think Fourier wants to do sports all the time. Yeah, but that that show you're supposed to. And by the way, I was never really a candidate. Everybody knew Glenn was going to yeah, get that, that was, job. It yeah. was a backdoor but thing, I, but which I, is fine. But I talked to you. You would have taken that job. I don't know. I don't know if I would have. No, I don't know. What's your thought, of, uh, current thought of sports radio in, at this station and the other station? What do you think? I think the morning show here is outstanding. Um, I think that if I came on, we could beat Toucher and Rich because I think when I'm on, we mm-hmm. have more fun. Okay. And I think you have to have more fun. Um, I think Jerry gets a little angry sometimes, but when you and no. I are together, I think and – I, and I think sometimes it can be hard on a listener. I think when you and I are together with Jerry, we can make him laugh. Okay. We can have some fun. I think we can talk about Trump. We can be serious. We can also do Tere Garrison. Mm-hmm. We can also uh, – play stupid light rock and crack some jokes. I'm and, talking about more of the current state of sports yeah. radio in yeah, Boston. Yeah, okay, but I think that with the current state of sports radio in Boston, you have to be an entertainer. Okay. Well, you can't simply just well, give the what facts. What works and what doesn't? Well, I think Felger Maz, I think that Felger uh, is an entertainer. Even though he talks sports all the time, I think he does it in a very entertaining fashion. I think that TNR, I think that they're right now they're vulnerable. Um, and I think because they, they've rested on their laws a little bit. I think they're really talented. They're friends of mine. But I think no, that we know, we know, we yeah, know. I know. Well, listen, you want enemies, I don't. No, uh, but, but that's not that. But I mean, no, I, but I, but I think that they've been doing the same thing. Uh, like they brought up the rap battle again. I think that's old. What do you mean? What do you mean? I want enemies. You don't. You don't want to have any enemies. Well, I don't care about enemies. You think but, I have enemies? Yeah. You have enemies. Not really. Yeah, you do. They're radio enemies. Okay, radio, and enemies. they're all pussies. Okay, fine. Okay, but um, I think that the Dennis and Callahan show. Is a ratings juggernaut, but I still think it's ready to go into the next phase. Well, how about the other shows here? Oh, the midday show? What do you think when you listen to the station? Well, I mean, you know, I like Michael Holly. I think Dale and Holly are boring. I never listen. I just, it's just, I kept, it's just boring. Um, I think that the midday show, I think it's tough because I think, you know, Christian wants to do more, have more fun. And, you know, Glenn wants to play the hits and talk sports. Now, my understanding so. is that 4A wanted you for that show. Uh, could, yeah, you that's, to, what, well, that's you, what he told me. Well, you have told me that. Uh, yeah, that's what he told he me. He didn't want to order what he wanted you. Right. What was his reasoning for that? Because I would have more fun. Right. Be, uh, go off do you get the sense that he's? Do you get the sense that he's frustrated now with Orway? Yeah, I think so. You think, I think so? Yeah, I think so a little bit. I think that um, the thing, when you're in that chair in the midday, as I tell Glenn how to do his job. I was never a midday guy. I kind yeah, of went I right know. To, you were right you to drive time. Yeah. I think right. when, when what you have to do is you have to bring out the best in Lou, and you have to bring out the best in Christian. I'll take credit for Angry Lou because when I was working with him while Ordway was waiting to take the gig, I said, Lou, I said, you're at your best when you're really pissed. I mean, when you just, you know, because Lou tries to get too baseball-centric. He gets yeah, he, too technical. He, he, he knows that. Yeah, but he when he that. just gets pissed and says, what are we doing? How come he didn't pitch run in the eighth? That's, said, more, that's more important. I yes. said, you're great. Terrific. And he's funny. He is. And I think when you can, you know, like the thing I had going with Christian was, you know, did you have sex last night? The guy has sex every night. Right, I don't believe that, but yeah. Well, he claims it. Do you believe that? Eh, he might Would be, you I want mean, to have sex every night? No, I mean, honestly. God, like, no. That's, no, I know the same you know, person? No. No, fuck no. No, I it's like a different person every day. No. And, so, and sometimes at night you just want to lie down, <clears> right. especially with this job. That's right. the other thing, Gare. I know you, sleep. You're no fucking, you're no spring chicken. I predicted your death. I think it was October twenty third, two thousand fifteen. But but it was that. But you're late. That was I, I was, you I was were wrong. wrong. You got past it. Although everybody at the station was hopeful that day, you got past it. Right. You're gonna wake up every day. What time did you wake up today? Uh, four o'clock. Four that's, ten. That's gonna be every day. You're gonna move oh, yeah. forward a couple minutes, a little bit. And you're gonna figure out how to shave some time. That's gonna be every day. Yeah. Every single day. I your got life it. is going to change. I got it. You're gonna look like uh, Rick Crap. Russell in about <laughs> <laughs> in about three months. 
When it happens. Health is important. How about the, all right. Health is, but you're going to be able to handle that. Yes. Okay. How about the other candidates for the job? When John leaves, whether he's, you know, a three what months mean, from what? now. Just other candidates in general. Yeah, well, you mean Ordway's going to want it. He's going to go for yeah, it. Yeah, he's not going to. That's not going to. Yeah. I mean, Mutt's a safe pick, and Mutt can come in and, and do Sporty McKenzie and, you know, kind of quarterback the show, but I don't think he's going to add the personality. Do you I see do. anybody else on the outside that we haven't talked about? No, no, I don't think there's anybody else. I mean, there may be, but I don't think there is. Because we can't go out of the market. That's that's can't. that's that's a failure in Boston. It that's is. an absolute stinker in Boston. Right. We know that. And there's these younger guys I don't think have really stepped up yet. And they might be good, but I haven't heard yeah. much. Well, I also don't think radio has done a great job in grooming young people. It's hard to do, though. Well, no, it takes time and effort. Right. And they don't. And, they, and it, out of any business I know, the laziest people work in radio. You think so? Oh, yeah. It's hard work, though. Not really. On air, yes, it can be a grind. But you overall. Like the only our show is hard work? I do. I mean, listen, it's not Yeah, but people mind. that are not on the air, this is not a hard business. I understand that. It's, but but oh, you, oh, if you're not on the air? Yeah. Oh, it's shit, not a hard it's business. Nothing. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing. And, and I don't think. I think radio in general, I don't think uh, people work with the young guys on the weekends like they should. Why do you hate Dale Arnold? Um, I just always felt, and I don't really know him that well. I should say hate. Yeah, Is hate, hate too strong? Just, yeah, hate's too strong. It's just, it was it was easy pickings. Because I like him. I, yeah, sure you do. I but, do. I absolutely do. To prove myself, it was kind of like a mob gang thing. To prove myself to you and Jerry, I had to take somebody down. It was Dale. It's like in a gang when, anyways, and it's easy to do. And in a gang, you know, you got to go shoot somebody, or in the mob, you got to go. Picked you got to do a Dale. hit. I picked on Dale. Well, that wasn't right. Well, yeah, but it worked. He's had a great career. Dale is is should be doing hockey. He's better than Jack. Yes, he, oh, he's much better. He's than Jack. much better play by play guy. Jack, Jack. I mean, Dale Arnold should have been doing Bruins games forever. Well, you've done a lot, a lot of work with Holly. I have. You don't get along with him. I get along great with Holly. You do? I do. I like. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Mike a lot. So what's your what's your issue with the show then? I think Dale makes it boring. You I think do? he's a better play by play guy. Holly doesn't make it. it's Dale's fault one hundred percent. No, I think you could bring more personality out with Holly. Well, if Thornton there. Well, that Cherry thing again. It's season over his head. You think so? But I don't hear him enough to know. I don't really. <laughs> do you hear listen him to the show? Not really. <laughs> you don't listen to the show? Nah, it's just my guy. So, Cherry did, did, Thornton did have a good line on me. Like you know, I don't need to take criticism, uh, Bob from account temps. I got to go. That's not a great line. That's, I thought it was that's, good for him. That's, that's not a great line. I, I have to go. Why? I got to get my kid what to the movies. movies. I'm supposed to have him at I'm supposed to have him at his friend's house now at 11. Why can't somebody give him a ride there? Well, I'm going to have to now. Last thought. What? Do you worry, does Comcast worry, if you do our show every day, you're going to say something so stupid that it's going to affect them? Yeah. I'm sure they do. So then why would they let you do it? I don't know. Do I think, think that the risk is greater. I think they probably feel that. Uh, the reward is is worth the risk where, you know, and I don't know, maybe Bill Bridgen will say something to the effect of, you know, Gary, you're on your own. If you say something dumb. Does it bother you that 80% of the people out there think that you're just making shit up and that you're playing a fake character now? Uh, no, it doesn't bother me because I can't please everybody. I just, I can't worry about that. I'm too tired to be fake. You think so? It's ti- you know how, you know how flipping tiring it is? To be something you're not, it's exhausting. I know I don't. Yeah, I know you don't. Luckily, I don't. Yeah. I was born it's, with that. it's exhausting. I mean, it really is, and it's so frustrating, and it just gets, ugh. You happy at Comcast? I am. Good you people, are? great people. When's your contract up? Next June. Why would they, and what is their impetus to sign you? I don't know, dude. You Why would they pay them. some young kid half the money? The well, ratings I mean, the same. you know, not a lot of people can do TV talk. Yeah, but nobody, no, the, the ratings aren't great anyway. No, the ratings are pretty good. They're not as great as they were during the Flategate. But cable, it's not a lot about ratings. Our Bell is very happy. We love our Bell and Insurance. Sure we do. They're sponsoring the show for years to come. They are? They are. So why wouldn't they just put Dallin Cuff in there? Save a couple uh, of bucks in the way we They know. might. I, I can't. I, you know, who knows? They you, might. But I don't think able, so. I don't think you'll be able to do both. I think Comcast is going to say no to this. That's my prediction. I think okay, you're going to be well, surprised. Okay, well, then we're up a creek. Well, then what are you going to do? I don't know. You tell us no? Well, yeah, because I make more money with Comcast. Are you going to stick doing television for 22 minutes every night? Well, asking yeah, Bob I mean, Ryan about yeah. the fucking 74 Knicks? Well, yeah, but I mean, they pay me a lot more and money. Playing than when up you're or talking, down? You're, t- you're talking you're about creatively, a- money! Creative, money! Creatively, you're, this is the guy who left $120,000 a year to take $30,000 because yeah. it was a better creative opportunity. Yeah, when I was 29 you were, I, with I, no I, kids and a wife. You slowly die doing television every night. If you thought you had the chance at this prize and you didn't get it, it will drive you fucking crazy. It will, but it I- It will I, drive you crazy, and I will, I will almost derive sexual pleasure putting on the TV at night and watching you slowly die like I do now. Sometimes when I know you have a particularly shitty lineup, if you have a good show and I'm flicking around, I don't watch it. If it's shitty 
and you know the ones that are shitty. I do. If I put them on and I see you, I see that that emptiness in your eyes. I swear <laughs> to God, I, I get an erection. The blood rises in my penis, and I get a full erection. Oh yeah, I'm sure you do. Watching you die on the air. I cannot. I cannot take less money. I, I, I have three. Might, I have three it, kids it, it, and a it, wife. Poor, no, you didn't fight for me at all at Comcast. Oh well, I had no chance. Yeah, but you could have fucking tried. This is nah, a guy. How loyal I have I been to you? You've been very loyal, and it was not reciprocated. No, I didn't. I, there was, I wasn't going to win. Don't you feel bad about that? No, not at all. You said a year ago we got in that fight. That it was my fault about the Hubbock thing, but you know that's not true. Oh yeah, no, it's not true. I mean, there are people. The, the person who said that to me is admitted. It's yeah, not true. no, it's not that. It no, I told cooked. that was no. I no, it's not true. Look, uh, you know, personally, my own opinion, I would not have suspended you, but it came from corporate. It came from New York City. What am I gonna do? It's been a year now. You'll be back. I don't think. I, I actually swear to you, I thought that was the case about two weeks ago. Today, I don't think that's the case. Early September, I think it comes. Mm, was it say, a money thing? I'm going to say no to that. No, 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 no. We haven't even got to that part yet. Okay. They're, no, no. But they're going to. They're not. If I say I want more money, they're going to say go fucking screw. They don't care that much. Uh, they might give you more money. All right. Anything else? That's it. We good? That's it. You're done. I'm done. That's it. You're totally done. I gotta go. All right. Fine. Go. All right. Goodbye. All right, thanks as always for listening to the Enough About Me podcast. If you want more podcasts like this with guests like Artie Lang, where, who else is going to have Artie Lang and fucking Bob Ryan on the same podcast or David Portnoy and uh, John Tomasi? If you want to listen to podcasts like this, you go to iTunes, Stitcher, you can go to WI.com, you go to the mobile app. When you go to iTunes, leave a rating, leave a review, and subscribe. That's going to help us out a lot. If you want more of these, leave a rating, leave a review, and subscribe. Make sure you do that for me. That is a command. Now do it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.